What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the TNC Show. We got a new guest with us today, a good buddy named Braden Fink. Uh, absolute wizard when it comes to these NBA takes, so we thought we'd have him on here today. Um, but let's get right to it. Uh, Huff, you go first. What did you think about this Super Bowl last night? Uh, I The Super Bowl, it was an amazing game. Shout out to the halftime show, for sure. That was a great halftime show, but um, – I kind of predicted this, what I thought it'd be like. Um, it'd be a very close game. I really thought it'd come down to a field goal, but instead it came down obviously to a touchdown. It was a three-point game. I knew the Rams would win. Bengals would cover. It was a great game. Joe Burr, it was evident that he didn't have an offensive line. And I think I firmly believe if Joe Burrow has an offensive line in that game, they, they win that game. Sean McVay coached arguably one of the worst games he's coached all year. And – it, it almost bit the Rams in the butt, but uh, when it comes down to Matt Safford making plays with Cooper Cup, that's what won him the game here. So I'm excited for the Rams. I'm excited to hear uh, the news on Aaron Donald later. I heard him talking about maybe he might be retiring, but I hope not because that man is an all-time great. I hope he plays a couple more years. But, yeah, good good Rams win. Yeah, I'm going to add on to that. Uh I was actually kind of surprised by the Bengals' performance um, defensively. I didn't think they could absolutely control the Rams' run game like they did because uh, the Rams literally had no run game the whole time, and which made me think the Bengals were going to win this game. Uh, another thing that kind of shocked me is they actually did really well with getting the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands as quickly as possible. Um, he still got sacked a few times, but – they usually got the ball out of his hands relatively quick, and I thought the Rams would be able to control that, considering they only had to rush four the whole time. Um, but with that, the Bengals had a good game plan, I thought, which made it a close game. Uh, John, what'd you think? Yeah, I mean, I predicted this game 24-17 Rams, so I think I was pretty close there. But yeah, the Rams D line dominated the game. You had Aaron Big Money Donald and Vaughn Big Money Miller with two sacks apiece, and uh, yeah, the Bengals offensive lines what really cost them. I do want to add. I don't want to hear anything about the refs uh, costing the Bengals a game. Obviously, we saw that T. Higgins OPI that wasn't called, obvious OPI. But uh, I think the calls on Cooper Cup, the defensive holding, and then the PI were a little ticky tack. But I think they actually both were the right call. But yeah, great game overall. Yeah, uh, Schuster. Anything more to add to that? Um. I don't really have an issue with the officiating in that game particularly. I have an issue with the officiating in the NFL, period. I think they were absolutely atrocious this year, and I think it's a damn shame that it had to be a controversy uh, in in the biggest game of the year. Like, you can't have all these, like, fake taunting calls and phony roughing the passers where, like, they just touch a guy on the shoulder pad and it's a roughing the passer. So I think that's something they really need to, like, look at. And... Not gonna lie, I think I'm just gonna bet on the Cardinals to win the Super Bowl next year since they're hosting it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. if that's what, if that's what the NFL is gonna do now, I think that's what everybody should probably look at. So, it was a great game though. Just damn shame the Bengals didn't win. Yeah, um, that was pretty well covered. Brayden, you got anything to add to that? Um, yeah, I think it was a hard fought game, like Huff was saying earlier. Um, after OBJ went out, I didn't know if the Rams were gonna have enough in them to. Uh, with the Bengals in the second half, the Bengals come out hot and put a couple scores up on the board. But um, it got a little uh, testy at the end there with those calls. But um, we just saw the Rams pulled it out, and it was a good win for them. All I'm saying is if OBJ doesn't get hurt, that 41-20 score prediction like me looks, by me looks real nice. Oh, yeah, totally. But, 
guessed it right for us? Uh, I I re-listened and no one guessed it correctly. There's a few close ones. I mean, I was pretty damn close. Yeah, I you I I had had 2017. Yeah, kind of close. Yeah, I had a three point game, but I had the Bengals winning. So yeah, which means you suck. So (laughs) well, I am. Yeah, no one got it exactly correct but all i'm saying is if odell doesn't get hurt that 4120 is looking real nice for me if obj doesn't get hurt i think he wins mvp probably yeah he that's definitely arguable he had a great stat line before he went out so but enough talking about the super bowl nfl's over let's get to some college basketball let's talk about probably uh my least favorite game to talk about uh tomorrow Iowa State at TCU. John, take this one away. So the first time we saw these teams play, about two, three weeks ago at Hilton, 15-point loss, embarrassing for Iowa State. They only put up 44. I'm taking the Horned Frogs to win again. I can't pick Iowa State the way they're playing right now. Damien Big Money Ball was seven steals last time they played. These TCU Horned Frogs play some good defense. James Dixon's got the boys rolling. Go Frogs. <laughs> What the hell? Why? What's the hell with you talking about big money? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. I'll go. Um, this game's at TCU, right? Yeah, yep. it's at TCU. Yeah. Um, I I agree with Johnson. There's no way I can really take the Cyclones right now. Um, it was just flat out embarrassing how we blew a 15 point lead against Kansas State here in the second half. Um. I th- really think this game, though, is the loser of this game's uh, tournament chances are over. I think Iowa State still has a little bit of chance, and so does TCU, but I really think the loser of this game really doesn't have a shot to make the tournament anymore. So it's a big game for both programs. Uh, we'll see which team's hungrier, but with how Iowa State's playing right now, I got to roll a TCU. Yeah, Brayden, go ahead. Um, I'm going to go with TCU here. I'm, I think they get a double-digit win at home. Um, this Iowa State squad is – they don't look very competitive right now. Um, it's just, it seems like whoever they put out there and whatever lineups they're using, they just, they can't find a way to compete with other teams. So, uh, give me the uh, Horned Frogs. Yeah, I'm going to go up next. In my heart, I want to take the clones. I want them to have a successful season, but it ain't happening. Give me TCU by 15. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Dude, we suck. <laughs> Schuster, go ahead. So, Huff, I agree with you on Iowa State with their tournament chances. If they lose this game, you pretty much write them off. I don't – They, their only chance if they lose – is it tomorrow? Is if they win the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, it's tomorrow. TCU, I think TCU is a pretty good team. I don't know if they have as good of wins as Iowa State does, but – God, you can't you can't tell me that a team that is playing the way Iowa State is right now is going to go on a on a road trip in a pretty decent environment and win that game. I'm with you, Taven. Fifteen plus. Let's go. <laughs> Next game, uh, also tomorrow. I'm taking this one first. Texas at Oklahoma. I'm going with the Boomer Sooners here. Okay, I have Oklahoma to make a run for me here in this postseason. This is the start of it. They beat Texas tomorrow night, make a little run here at the end of the season, get a little momentum going, some confidence going. Oklahoma wins this game. Uh, Definitely a close one. I would say eight or less they beat Texas. 
but this is the start to their success heading into the postseason. Um, Johnson, go ahead. Yeah, not a big fan of Texas, especially on the road. Uh, I've watched some Oklahoma games. I've heard that place get loud, and I like the big fella, Tanner Grove, inside, second in the conference field goal percentage. He's got some sweet moves. It's a big game for Sooners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. And to our audience, uh, Nate Schuster's on the road, so that's why it's a little loud from his end, but I just I'd let y'all know. But uh, oh, I'll, go ahead. I'll, I'll be off in a sec. Sounds good. Um, uh, go ahead with this one, uh, Texas at Oklahoma. This is a big game for both programs here. Uh, they both just came off uh, some a loss. Uh, Oklahoma had that game won in Allen Fieldhouse on Saturday. Uh, it sucks that they let it slip away, but and Texas just got absolutely routed at Baylor. Um Give me Texas here. Um, I think even though they're a pretty bad road team, I think this can be a big statement win for them here. Uh, I just like I like their guard play a little bit more. I feel like they have the size to contain Tanner Groves. Um, yeah, I think Chris Beers will have the boys ready, and I think they uh, go stop Porter Mosier and the boys. Give me Longhorns by five. Yeah, uh, Brayden, go ahead and give us your prediction on this Longhorn Sooner showdown. Um, all right, so I do have the Sooners winning in a close battle here, uh, the Red River rivalry, if you will. Uh, we just saw Oklahoma go into Kansas on the road, and they uh, gave them a good battle, only lost by two. So uh, I feel like uh, Oklahoma can uh, compete here with Texas and pull off the upset. Yeah, I agree with you. Schuster, thoughts on this uh, big rivalry showdown tomorrow night? I think Oklahoma has the edge in the size with uh, the big guy. But I don't think overall they have an advantage. I think the guards of Texas are a lot better than Goldmeyer and uh, Cortez. No, you Moja Gibson, man. Oh, I forgot. Mo is, my, Mo is my favorite. And Heartless. Mo is my favorite player in the Big 12. Um, yeah. But uh, I still, I think I kind of like Texas in this one. I don't know why. Um, I just, I don't know. Oklahoma just seems like they can disappoint a lot. So I'm going to go Texas by a little bit. Hook them. Okay. Um, with that one, this uh, I believe Villanova's number ten now in the new rankings. So the yeah, so how are they is, still ranked? So I'll look. This is a top ten showdown. Yeah, it's no, Villanova. It's, Villanova's Atlanta. ten, Providence eight. Yeah, I thought it was top ten showdown. So we got Villanova at Providence Tuesday night. Uh, I'm gonna go with this one first. Give me Villanova. I think they're a better shot making team. <laughs> I think Providence right now is just – they're that team that is playing well in the regular season, but they're not going to take it far in the postseason. And they also, I don't think, have the matchups for Villanova. I think Villanova matches up well versus Providence, and they win this game, and they're the better shot-making team, more consistent. Give me a Villanova on a big win on the road. Johnson, go ahead. I actually have a counter here to you. Now, I did – uh, talked about earlier in our podcast how I like Villanova a lot, but Providence has a lot of things I like too. Good coaching. They're a very senior-heavy squad. They got four seniors and a junior. They're starting lineup. I think Jared Bynum and the transfer from Indiana, <laughs> Al Durham, the sweet shooting lefty. <laughs> Ain't that funny, man? Oh, shit. Go Providence. Go Providence. All right. Braden, why do you go next? All right. Well, looks like we got a Big East showdown here tomorrow night. Um, I really like uh, 
what Providence is doing right now. They're on an eight-game win streak. Um, I don't know. I feel like they got a uh, lot of star power there that can hold down Villanova. But we know that Villanova's they're uh, they're competitive about year in and year out. Uh, they're led by Jay Wright. He's a hell of a coach, and I think uh, Villanova goes in there and gets it done. There we go, Schuster. I'm picking Providence. I absolutely hate Villanova. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Nate Watson. Nate Watson will have 20 and 15 points on those little midgets. Go, go. Those Friday. little midgets. They don't have a five man. <clears throat> no. Come on. They they got Eric Dixon. He's like six six. Yeah. Huff, Huff, go against him. What are your thoughts? Well, I am kind of backing up Villanova here, but I've been in love with Providence's game and their philosophy all year. Um, they're such a they're such a very 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 good team. Uh, I could see them maybe even playing themselves into a one a one seed coming up. Um, Whoa! Villanova really has. Villanova has really struggled on the road this year. Um, Providence, uh, Nate Watson, Bynum, Horkler. This team has some has some ball players. Um, give me Providence by more than five. How does Providence get the one seed? Of have have you seen their wins? No, this no, no, year, no, no. Bro? I'm not like I'm saying like what do they need to do to earn the one seed? I'm not they're, trying to argue with you here. I'm just they're winning out. So they're winning out. They're the winning. Season. They're winning out the regular season and winning the conference title. That's fair. That's, if, that's, if they, that's, that's fair. If they do that, then yeah, they probably deserve a one seed. I'll they're gonna win one. out. Okay. I don't see anyone beating them. Fair enough. Uh, Next game, uh, Wisconsin. uh, Big Wisconsin shooter at Indiana. What do you think about this one, Skets? Wisconsin hasn't shown me anything recently. All all three of the teams that I can relatively follow have been absolute garbage lately. Uh, I think think Wisconsin, Marquette, and Iowa State all lost on Saturday by considerable amounts. (laughs) I think they were all at home, too. Uh, I think Indiana is is really desperate for a win. I read an article today that said they're like outside looking into the tournament. I think they went at home against Wisconsin. Okay, I'm going next. Uh, Indiana got absolutely embarrassed by Michigan State. Wisconsin beat Michigan State in their last game. Just full circle, Wisconsin's going to beat Indiana on the road. Uh, I think Wisconsin's also the better team all around, which they are. Um, if they keep Indiana's momentum out of this game and just control the game, they'll win this game. They have the better players. They're the better team, better coached. Give me Wisconsin. Uh, Braden, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm going to have to roll with the uh, Hoosiers here at home. Uh, they've been on a little three-game skid here. And I think, uh, like you guys were talking about, this is a big game for them at home. And I think it could be a signature win here heading into March. So, uh, give me Indiana. Yeah. Uh, John? All right, here's my problem here with Wisconsin. When they played Illinois, Stephen Crowell was atrocious. He's soft. He's small. Kofi gave him 37. I think Trace Jackson Davis does about the same. He's a, he's a baby in there. He's too small. Trace Jackson Davis, 25 and 10. Go Hoosiers. Love it. All right. Uh, Huff, go. Um, I think this is going to be a very, very low-scoring game. Um. Indiana needs this needs this win more than anything. Uh, they've kind of went on a little skid here. Um, Wisconsin just got beat. Both teams are coming off losses. Um, give me Wisconsin here. I think they got more shot makers. Uh, I think I think 
you're going to see a big game out of Corral here, John. I know you're kind of babying him here, but uh, I think he'll be able to uh, be physical at Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis usually struggles with centers that have size. And uh, Crowell and uh, Vote really got – they're both seven-footers, and I think they can defend Trace Jackson Davis. Give me Wisconsin from a big game from Silky Smooth Johnny Davis. That's fair. Now, Huff, I will add, Stephen Crowell, he can shoot the rock. He's a sweet shooting big man. I'll give you that. Just He is. He's just, at some times, he reminds me of my old self. He's soft inside at times. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's how I see him. You know, he's a fine player. And I think as he gets older and, you know, hits the weight room, he'll he'll get bigger and better. But right now, he's just kind of soft to me. And I just, I watched Kofi have an absolute heyday with him. I just, okay. I, I, I know you want to do that, but Kofi isn't no Trace Jackson Davis. Kofi isn't no yeah. easy task yeah, either. That, that's fair. Yeah, nobody can guard that guy. <laughs> yeah. I think Kofi's the most unguardable player in the country. You can't guard him. Oh, yeah. Kofi Coburn versus George Condit in the paint. Kofi's <laughs> ending with 65 points and 48 rebounds. Not on big Rob Jones, though. The big no. fellow. <laughs> Rob's claims. His hair will get in the way. God, between between the Wisconsin big men and Iowa State's big men, which, one which ones are worse? Iowa State. Iowa State, man. That's not even close to a question. Dude, I don't even think our big guys can shoot a freaking free throw jumper. Crowell can can knock it down from deep, bro. Just wait. I bet he hits two threes tomorrow night. I can see it. Yeah. All right. To our next game, an SEC showdown. Kentucky at Tennessee. Give me the volunteers in this one. Kennedy Chandler has a nice game for him. Being a freshman, he's well-developed throughout this season. They win this game versus the Wildcats. Um, I'm going to try and think of a score. By six to eight. They win by six to eight. Uh, John, go ahead. Yeah, I got to take Kentucky here. And as much as I want to take Tennessee, I've seen Tennessee's offense get really dry at times. They've had a couple games this year where they've been in the 40s against Texas Tech and Texas, I believe. And if you're going to beat Kentucky, you're going to have to score points. And I don't know if they have enough shot makers to do it. So I'll roll with Kentucky. Uh, Schuster. I absolutely hate watching Tennessee play basketball. Kentucky by 20. Dude, didn't you say that last time? Yeah. And they oh, oh what'd he say? What'd he say? Ten- nothing Tennessee related has ever itched my saddle. <laughs> it's, that's horrible. They're, I love Rick Barnes as a person, but his teams are terrible. And they don't itch your saddle. Well, they, 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 they've never been on my saddle. <laughs> Braden, what's your thoughts on this Kentucky-Tennessee show? Um, well, I really like Kentucky um, going in there and getting a win. Uh, they're on a six-game win streak here, and they've, they've uh, beat some good teams, Alabama, and they uh, kicked the crap out of Kansas not too long ago. So I think Calipari, uh, he's got his team rolling here heading into March, and I think they go in there and get a win over the balls. Yep. Huff? Uh, I love Kentucky this year. Final Four Natty Champ team. Um, they've proven night in and night out they can win on the road in a tough and it's very very tough league. And I don't think Tennessee has the size to match to Shibwe. Even though Ty Ty Washington might not play in this game, I still really really like Kentucky. Give me Kentucky by ten. Dang. All right. Um, now moving on to our last college basketball game of the week. That's really like a good matchup. Uh, Wednesday, Baylor at Texas Tech. Schuster. Lead this one off. Uh, so I think I I personally think Texas Tech's going to win the Big Twelve regular season. 
I think they still have a chance to. Um, Baylor losing uh, everyday John Chamochachua. That's he's their probably their best overall defender, and I don't know if they can really recover without having him around. Uh, give me Texas Tech. I think Baylor falls off a cliff here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm going to add on to that. Uh, I think everyday John's a big loss because that's going to force Flo Thamba to play extended minutes, and or it's going to make Baylor go small. And I think Texas Tech's big men are too skilled for Baylor to go small. And last time these two teams played, actually, uh, I think Baylor had a stretch where they didn't score for like seven minutes or eight minutes, and Texas Tech actually won at Baylor. I think they match up really well, and I'm going to take the Red Raiders too. Yeah. Um, Braden, go ahead. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take the Red Raiders here as well. Um, I just feel like teams have kind of started to figure Baylor out, and I just they've kind of gotten one like a little too one-dimensional, I feel like, for my liking. Um, obviously, losing everyday John's a big loss for him. I think Dale Bonner's really gonna have to step in and uh, <laughs> give him give him some good minutes here down the stretch uh, and into the postseason. But this Texas Tech team's real tough. Um, they're gonna pack the they're gonna pack that place on Wednesday night. I think they're uh, gonna get the win. Yeah, I'm adding to that. That was a good point that Baylor's been one dimensional. Um, they're pretty easy to figure out right now. I will say this: I think Kendall Brown hurts them so much. Because he, like, he's supposed to be like a glue guy because he's not necessarily just some emphatic scorer, and he doesn't do that. So, like, all I got to say is I'm going with the Red Raiders here, too. They're going to pack that place. Like Braden said, they're going to swag surf all over these Bears. Give me Texas Tech by 12. Huff? Damn. Sick them. I'm going with the Bears. I'm going with Scott Drew and the boys. I think you have a big game for McKinjo. And watch for Jeremy Sohan to control this game down low. Even though he's not really a big man, I think they'll be able to use him down down low and contain Bryson Williams. Give me Baylor in a close, close game. Really close. It's a good prediction. All right, moving on to uh, this coming weekend. The NBA's got the all-star game and – bunch of events so we're going to give some predictions on that uh, first we're going to go the skills challenge so with the skills challenge they're doing it different this year because i don't think they've done it before like this um but they got three teams the team rooks which is scotty barnes kate cunningham and josh giddy they got team cash jared allen darius garland evan mobley and then team antetokounmpo's Giannis, alex and thanasis uh schuster Please don't – well, you probably are. But give me who you think is going to win this skills challenge. Team Cavs. Actually, no, no, no. No, no, no. Team, rook, team Rookies. All right. Uh, Which, I don't think Thanasis is a skilled enough player to do much of what the skills challenge is asking you to. He's more of a defensive and dunker kind of guy. And Alex is not very, very good. I think those rookies have the best chance to – uh to win the whole thing which i wonder if they're i don't know if you guys have seen it. i don't know if they're doing the teams first and then throughout the team then they find an individual winner i don't know if there's they, like a relay a relay yeah I, I don't know how it works too uh i'm gonna look it up john go ahead and give your uh take here i'm gonna take the rookies too just because i feel like younger guys try harder in these challenges and also their team has the most guards and probably the best shooting of the group. Because I know in the past, in the skills challenge, you have to knock down a three 
And I think like Jared Allen might hold the Cavs back. And honestly, all the Antetokubos can't really shoot, but I know Giannis is working on that. So I guess I'll take Team Rooks here. Braden? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Team Rooks too. I think it's the uh, obvious choice here. Um, looking at Team Cavs, I mean, obviously Garland, he's a hell of a, he's a hell of a guard. I feel like Mobley could do uh, quite a few things here in this event, but I think, like John said, Jared Allen's going to hold them back in a couple of the, uh, couple of the challenges. So, yeah, give me Team Rooks. I like their, uh, I like their how they're all young and they're all uh, really skilled players. Okay, so <clears throat> to go over this round one, they're doing shooting, which contains all three teams, and then. They're doing, like, five separate spots, stuff like that. And then round two involves passing. Uh, round three is, a, like, a relay. So, like, every member has to complete five tasks in, like, an obstacle course. And then the two fastest teams go to round four. But the, like, five tasks are, like, throwing an outlet pass into a target, dribble down the court through pylons, making a short shot in the lane, complete a three-pointer, and then you got to, like, dribble to the opposite bucket and score. And then round four is, like, a half-court uh final but everyone's got to like make a half quarter to like see who wins so like that's kind of how this new um skills challenge is looking so huff give your take here who you think's gonna win uh i'm gonna try and be out of the group here and not take the rookies i'm gonna take the Cavs. um i think garland's really gonna carry them and also mobley he's such a diverse player uh i think he could surprise a lot of people. Uh, yeah, give me the cat. It's not really much of an explanation, but give me the Cavs. I just have a good feeling about them winning this. Um, I'm going to go Team Rooks, the team to pick. I think they're actually the team to lose um, in this skills thing. It's pretty um, pretty overloaded on that team. They can shoot – for based on these rounds, they can shoot, they can pass, and the team relay, they're going to be the fastest to every spot because they're all guards. And then they kind of are all three players can kind of do a little bit of everything. So give me Team Rooks. Um, but moving on from there, let's talk to some actually some good stuff that people enjoy watching. Uh, the three-point contest. So in the three-point contest, we got C.J. McCollum, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain, Cat, Fred Van Fleet, Luke Kennard, Patty Mills. Um, give me the two you think that are going to make the final and the one you think that wins it. There's 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 three in the final. final. Three. Yeah, give me the three in the final and the one that wins it. Uh, Huff, go ahead. Um, my boy Cat finally got his chance. Um, I really like Cat to win this as a biased T Wolves fan, but if I'm gonna probably place a bet on this, I'll probably take Desmond Bain. Um, but my final three here is gonna be Desmond Bain, who's my winner. Uh, Luke Kennard, absolute. Silky smooth jumper, lefty, and uh, the big cat. All right, all right. Uh, shoes, thoughts. Uh, you stole, you stole two of my finalists. Uh, I like to pick guys that are more robotic in their shooting forms. Uh, Clay Thompson, if he was in this, I'd pick him to win. But looking at the guys that are in this, CJ McCollum, I think of him as more of a two point shooter, to be honest. Uh, I don't think of Trey Young. Zach Levine might not even shoot because he's going to get his knee looked at. Uh, sorry, Huff, but Cat's not even coming close. Um, so my my final three, just to cut this short, uh, Luke Kennard, Patty Mills, Desmond Bain. I think I'm going to take Luke Kennard. All right. All right. 
uh, John, I, go ahead and give us your top three and the little uh, winner for you. Yeah, I was actually going to uh, touch on what Schuster said. I like to pick guys here that have, like, more of a robotic and, like, repeatable jump shot. And I'm actually going to have the same final three as Schuster with Bain, Kennard, and Mills. And I'm actually taking Kennard, too. I think he has just the purest stroke here, and I think he's going to get real hot and win this. Just a question here before we keep going. Is the shot making more important or like the speed of the jumper too? Because I feel like some of these guys have a slower release, which could kill them because they might not even finish the round. You got to be able to get off all your shots yeah. and have a good chance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like Cat and like kind of Fred Van Fleet kind of too, kind of has a slower set. It's more of like a set shot. Yeah. All I'm, all I'm saying is Cat loves the doubters. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to keep doubting him. Keep doubting him. Just wait till he wins it. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, B-Man, give us your top three and who you think's going to win. All right. Well, I'm going to kind of switch it up here and go my own route. Um, I really like – I mean, personally, I like Trey Young here, and I like uh, CJ McCollum to go with him. And for my third, um, I'm going to have to stick with Kennard, too. I think he's uh, – like Huff said, he's a silky smooth left-hand jump man. And uh, Trey Young, I just – I feel like he's built, obviously, his whole game revolves around the three ball. And I think McCollum can uh, find a way to get hot here and compete with them. But uh, give me Trey Young to go ahead and win it all. All right. Um, who am I? Who's up? Me? Um, I'm going to go give me – okay, I got Luke Kennard winning it. I got Fred Van Fleet also in the final. And I'm going to go weird and give me Patty Mills. <laughs> he's not going to – dude, I think he's – He's a person that's either going to be out in the first round or he makes it far. That's kind of that, kind of like Cat. Cat's going to be either out first round or he's going to make it pretty deep. Like there's no in between. No, there's no in between. He's winning the thing. <laughs> there's only one option. <laughs> All right. I already got a bet on him to win it. So. All right. Um. With wait, you already got a bet on him. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Here, here, do you want me to? Here, do you guys want me to? See what the odds are. I can pull it up really fast. Sure, pull up the odds just so I know how much you're losing. <laughs> Say who the favorite is too. Uh, it's probably. I'm it's looking right now. I bet it's Trey. It's gotta be. Or Levine if he's gonna use it. All right, let's see. I just found it. All right, three point contest. The favorite is Patty Mills at plus four fifty. Van Vliet at plus five hundred. Canard at five hundred. Uh, Levine at 550, Trey Young 550, Bain 600, McCollum 750, and Cat at plus 1100. There's a reason for that. <laughs> he's the great, he's the best shooting big man of all time. I don't know why they're doubting him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Moving on to the last segment here dunk contest Jalen Green, Obi Toppin, Cole Anthony. And then Juan Toscano Anderson. The odds, the odds for this is Green plus two hundred, OB plus two hundred five, Cole Anthony plus three hundred, and Toscano plus three fifty. Okay, Schuster, go first. I know there's no way you're picking Jalen Green, so go. This has got to be the most mid dunk contest lineup I've ever seen in my life. A bunch of bums. Obi <laughs> Toppin is horrible. Well, he's a good dunker, but he can't play basketball. I don't know. I mean, give me Cole Anthony because 
he's fun, I guess. I have, I don't know how you do this. You got to think of like creative people. So I think Cole Anthony will be more creative. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, John, go ahead with your choice here. So I feel like the dunk contest is a lot easier for guards to win it because just naturally it looks cooler when like smaller guys dunk. So that's why I'm not going to pick Obi. I'm going to pick Jalen Green just because I feel like he's the best in-game dunker and he's going to be able to like translate the most here. He can also, he probably has the highest vertical of all these guys too. So I'll take Jalen Green. Uh, Huff, go ahead. Dub Nation stand up. Juan Toscano Anderson. Give me him. Uh, I think he's really a kind of, he's got bunnies. He's got underrated bunnies. Uh, I think he's going to really show out here in the all-star game, the all-star uh, dunk contest. And, He's not really known for being a dunker. He's really known for being a lockdown defender. And I really he's gonna he's gonna show how versatile of a player he is. Give me Juan Toscano Anderson to win the dunk contest. All right, I'm gonna go next. Um I think Obi Toppin's too big to win the dunk contest. Like big dudes just don't win these dunk contests unless you're like Aaron Gordon or Prime Dwight Howard. Otherwise, like it's so hard to be creative when you're that big of a body. Um, I think Cole Anthony will be the most creative here with these dunks. That dude can actually fly. I'm taking Cole Anthony to win this thing, and I don't think it's close. I think he faces Jalen Green in the finals, and Jalen Green just does something fucking stupid, doesn't even get, like, a good dunk down. Cole Anthony wins. I like that a lot. I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter that. I'm going to go with the favorite here, uh, the obvious pick, I feel like, Jalen Green. Uh, I think he's gonna jump jump out of his shoes that night, and uh, like like Schuster was saying, there's just a couple of them guys are bums. I mean, <laughs> that's the only way to put it. I feel like, but yeah, him and Jalen to run away with it. All right, um, everybody made their pick. All right, uh, so we got actually one more thing. Uh, the All Star game, we got to pick who wins. So Team LeBron, we got LeBron, Giannis, Curry. Uh, DeRozan and Jokic with their reserves being Jimmy Butler, Luka, Darius Garland, James Harden. Uh, that's James Harden's not playing though. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Chris Paul, Fred Van Fleet. And then for KD's team, you got Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, John Morant, uh, Jason Tatum, Andrew Wiggins, Trey Young, LaMelo Ball, D Book, Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, DeJounte Murray, Cat, and Draymond. So, uh, Schuster, Team LeBron, Team Durant, who wins? Because you got your Bucks players are on two uh, different teams here, so you got kind of they're kind of baiting you here with who you think is going to win. I think it's really easy. I think Giannis and Curry just blow out the other team. They have, oh, yeah. they have good, they've had good chemistry in the past. I think it's just really that's really easy. Did you act like Giannis and Curry are going to like both score thirty? I think they just play harder because the All-Star game is all about who plays hard because some guys don't really take it seriously. Giannis and, is the hardest All-Star game player I've ever seen play. He and Curry's probably the second. And Curry's probably the second, honestly, because that guy just – he tries to shoot, like, these highlight threes, and if there's no defense on him, it'll go in. So, give me that team. Uh-huh. Team Durant or Team LeBron? Uh, my answer is pretty easy. Uh, team Durant, Cat, All-Star game MVP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me Team Durant a blowout. Huff, you're lucky that uh, Embiid's on Cat's team. Otherwise, that'd be baby food. Nah, Cat would baby his shit. They should no. just have him fight at the center circle. 
Cat's stat line in this All-Star game is going to be six points, three rebounds, one assist. Yeah, guys, keep sleeping on him. We love it. <laughs> we love it. Keep uh, sleeping on us. John, give us your pick here. Team Durant, Team LeBron. Exact. Schuster hit it on the nail here. Giannis just tries harder than everyone. He's a dunk lord in these. And Curry always just seems to shoot out of his mind. So, give me them. Yep. Brayden? I'm going Team LeBron, too. Uh, he's the go for starters. Um, I think he's built a great team there. He's got guys who uh, love to love to compete in this game. Um, I do like how they change the format of this game. I feel like it makes both teams uh, kind of play harder than in the past. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like Cat, he's not going to be able to get the job done against Jokic. Oh, and, my uh, God. I'm going to have to take LeBron here. He's going to blow him out of the water. Yeah, you hit it on the nail. I'm also going Team LeBron. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see some of these players in the All-Star game, like Darius Garland, Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet's going to be LaMelo Ball. No, LaMelo can actually be Showtime, though. Fred Van Fleet is going to be weird out there in this All-Star game, man. I'm not, even gonna wa- I'm not even going to watch this. He can't man. even like, do anything that like is relatively awesome. I'm still disappointed that Ant's not in it. Well, sorry. Maybe if he wasn't such a bum, he'd make it, but. <laughs> I mean, it's facts. Stop pushing your cat agenda. Maybe they'll put Ant in. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. It's fair. But that'll I just, do it for I just this. can't wait till we win the first round of the playoffs. You guys are going to suck it. <laughs> first, <laughs> first round playoff win. Ain't the better. <laughs> hey, it's, hey it's, 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 it's freaking anything better than what we've done lately. <laughs> That's fair. It's just we're we're just taking a stair step method. Who are you guys gonna play? You're gonna play either the Nets, Bucks, or well, you're probably no, sorry, no, they're in the West. You're play the Bucks. The West. Or yeah, they're in the West. Shit. Well, you're gonna play. Huff, you're uh, failing to realize that the Timberwolves might fall to the plan. They might run into LeBron and crew. And uh, oh, give me LeBron in a win in a game that winner takes all, dude. Uh, and get, dude, get we've had that. dude, we've had bronze number the last couple of years. He doesn't. He he freaking folds under pressure when he sees Jared Vanderbilt. When he sees Jared Vanderbilt, <laughs> he's he's, him he, he, he starts to cry when he sees Jared Vanderbilt. Like, he oh, literally yeah. – dude, he got so mad in their game last time, he threw the ball off his face because he was being a little bitch. Oh, yeah. Bron didn't know what to do. Okay, okay. realistically, Cat, or Wolves are what, six seed? Yeah, we're playing the Grizzlies first round and beating them in six. Grizzlies is actually a good matchup for you guys. I'll give you that. We're beating the Grizzlies in six, and then we're playing – then we're playing uh, – Golden State, and we're going to beat them in seven. We're going to beat them at Golden State. Oh, hey, br- breaking news. Jared Allen replaces James Harden. Jared Allen's oh, not an all-star. They, they didn't give it to Drew Holiday? Nope. They gave it to Allen. Dude. <laughs> you might as well give it to DeAndre Jordan, too. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. Great episode, fellas. Uh, we'll probably see you all Friday on here. Uh, have a good week. We'll talk to you all later. Thanks for having us.